person that I uh, saw the Descendants yesterday. You did not. I saw the Descendants yesterday. It was like it's almost like a dream, because it almost seems like not real that I saw the Descendants. But I'm not really into like big like punk rock shows. Like not well, big shows rather like big concerts. Like, yeah, I get you. A billion people there, and it was weird. I was staring at a lot of uh, the back of people's phones. <laughs> no, to a, to a point not. where I like lowered a dude's phone down because I was like, dude, <laughs> put it away. And I saw yeah. one guy take a picture of the band, then look down on his phone to adjust the like lighting of it, and then post it on Instagram. It's like, what? Wow. Like, you're watching a band. <laughs> like, yeah, you paid like, just wait. You paid forty five dollars to be here, and this yeah. is what you're doing. I never understand that. I mean, like, I'll take pictures sometimes, and but I'm, like, really considerate about it. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to just get in somebody's way, like, on purpose, you know, or try to. I'll just get whatever picture I could get or whatever I'm looking to get, and I'll wait. I'll wait until after the show to post it. Yeah, that seems no fair, and it's to okay to take a picture. I mean, like, you know, the, those boys are doing some weird stuff on stage, so you take a picture and you have it forever. Like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. There's this, like, kind of like one of those, like, radio-style, like, hardcore bands that played before The Descendants. What were they called? They uh-huh. were called, oh, my gosh. Oh, a Wilhelm Scream. Get the lights up on for the nice explosions. Oh, the king is dead. Stop the joy from me. Oh, yeah. I, I've heard of them. Yeah. I don't think I've, I've only heard of them. them. Yeah. And at one point, I put up my phone, but just had a picture of the Bad Boys Club logo as if I was taking a picture of them. <laughs> the bad boys club logo because they're bad boys nice yeah yes uh yeah yes uh oh uh and what you've been listening to oh man i didn't even know uh that's see that's... i've actually <laughs> i've actually been listening to a lot of a tribe called quest okay so uh, let's start with this what's what's the name cute uh, where were you going? Who were you going with? Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. I gotta get it. I got, got to get it. I left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. I gotta get it. I got, got to get it. My mother went away for a month long trip. Hunting some friends on an ocean liner ship. She made a big mistake by leaving me home. I had to roam, so I picked up the phone Got Ollie up to see what was going down Told him I'd pick him up so we could drive around Took the Dodge Dart, a 74 My mother left the yard, but I needed one more Shaheed had me covered with a hundred greenbacks So we left Brooklyn and we made big tracks Drove down the belt, got on the conduit Came to a toll, we paid and went through it Had no destination, we was on a quest I'm... Aye, and what yeah. brought this on? Honestly, I don't know It just kind of happen like fall time so uh, i don't know just trying to look for something a little more calm so it is very calm actually yeah now that you say that yeah so just dove right back into that uh, yourself man come watch me drop it for sure me i'll go do it for sure me i'll go rock it me not deal with no tongue around bong around business i got soul on the end like jehovah's got the witness musically the three poetically we beat the enchantment on the airwaves kids just rave obey the mcs because the mcs save we flipping on niggas like we super day but getting ready for fall but fall here is very hot oh is it it is so i'm about to be it there it is terribly hot what uh tribe called quest album have you been listening to kind of a mix of everything but uh the one i've kind of latched onto the most is probably the low end theory back in 
the days on the boulevard I lived in. We used to kick routines and the presence was fitting. It was I, the abstract. And me, the five-footer. I kicks the mask style, so step off the Frankfurter. Yo, Fife, you remember that routine? That we used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean? Um, um, a tidbit, um, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you got to <laughs> okay. run the pigeon. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. So then grab the microphone and let your words rip. Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer, cause you see I last long. But who is never ever whack because we stand strong? Now if you say my style is whack, this way you're dead wrong. I say that body and also Here's my, yeah, here's my uh, yes. I, I like a Tripoke West a lot. Like I enjoy it, but I don't really pick out songs that much. And I know what albums I've listened mm-hmm. to kind of by the album covers. Yeah, that's how I kind of always was. Um, I was much more into like hieroglyphics and I don't know different different hip hop. Like I liked a tribe called Quest, but it, yeah, it wasn't something I delved too into. And then I, I don't remember when it was. It's probably sometime like after high school that I really got into them. So I I have a similar situation where I recognize albums and I'm like oh okay I know this song is on that record. I uh, used Midnight to Marauders. Midnight Marauders is yeah. when I've heard the most because the first lyric to the record is so funny to me is went to Tom Carvel's to get a milkshake. Went to Carville to get a milkshake. This honey ripped me off for all my loop kicks. The car, oh yeah, there's money in my jacket. Somebody broke into my ride and co-macked it. Yeah. And that's so... It's the so first good. Line, first line. New fact bot here. Old fact bot is on a break. Rick is a grade eight Dumbo. Eight million stories. The song he speaks of is the fourth track. Not the first. Oh, man. Yeah, that record's really good, too. It was kind of hard for me to choose which is my favorite, but, yeah, I would say Midnight Marauders is probably my favorite. You better ask somebody when how we flip the script. Come to a tribe show and watch the three kids rip, rip. Queezers in the house represent, represent, represent. A tribe called Quest represent, represent, represent. No team in the style because it gets a red print. A tribe called Quest represent, represent, represent. Uh-huh, here we go. You know that I'm the rebel. Throwing out the wicked like God did the devil. Funky like your grandpa's drawers. Don't test me, we in like that. You're dead like Presley. Presley. When we come through, get tickets to see me. We work for the paper, so there'll never be a preemie. Lyrics are abundant, cause we got it by the mass. Mass. Eagles are at idle, cause the music is the jazz. Jazz will up on the pitch. Purple, catch it. I think I got it locked. Just move while I latch it. Right. Right. Now I must move with the quickness. Here comes Shahid, so we must bear the witness. Stir it up. record it's just so good award tour is a really good track off that record there's so many good songs on that <laughs> i feel embarrassed i don't know any physical copies of any tribe called quest records i don't either unfortunately oh, um, we are, they're gonna beat us up i know and it's <laughs> kind of hard too because now they're a lot more expensive yeah especially if you find them in a regular on cd old. uh i don't know you know i i don't tend to buy a lot of cds so oh. i don't search for them but yeah a record at least is at least gonna cost you like 25 to 35 bucks Blech. yeah <laughs> is what i say to that the cd i will buy a cd if it's there and it's what i want like that's <laughs> i don't yeah. i'm not 
I'm not picky. Cassette tape, CD, or record. Whatever's cheapest and in front of me, I will look through. For sure. I still kind of have a CD collection, but I, I really got rid of a ton of them. Um, Marissa has a, quite a big CD collection still, though. Now, pretend I'm a person who's never listened to A Tribe Called Quest and never heard of them. Tell me about them. They're a hip-hop group from the early 90s. They do a lot of jazz-based hip-hop. That's kind of their thing. They I somewhat recently released their final record. What is it called? We got it from here. Thanks for, or thank you for your service. When we get hungry, we eat the same fucking food. The ramen noodle. The simple voodoo is so maniacal, reliable, but pull the juju. The irony is that this bad bitch in my lap. She don't tell me she make money, she don't study that. She gon' give it to me, ain't gon' tell me none of that. She gon' take the brain away the place she spit on that. The doors and signs with it. Don't try to rhyme with it. VH1 has a show that you can waste your time with. Guilty pleasure, take the edge off reality and pull a salary. I probably do that just sporadically. The OG Gucci boots are smitten with iguanas. The IRS piranhas see a nigga getting common. Niggas in the hood living in a fishbowl. Gentrify here, now it's not a shithole. Trend set up, I know my shit's cold. Hands set up because I ain't so bold. But yeah, all you black folks, you must go. Uh, which is an amazing record. Honestly, a lot of times these musicians come back and record something and put it out and it's not as good as you would want it to be. And that record actually lives up to everything else that they had done. So besides that, they also feel like are credited to putting Busta Rhymes on the map. Oh. Yeah. They just stuck that a little Busta Rhymes pin on that map. Yep. That's, um, a, that's the noise it makes. Yeah. Main guys, I guess, that came out of Tribe were Q-Tip and Fife Dog. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Unfortunately passed away. Uh, yeah, they toured last summer, I believe. And Marissa and I wanted to see them and did not. Wait, so they're still touring without Fife Dog? They did one last tour without uh, Fife Dog. I think yeah. this might be new, but I saw it at the record store the other day on CD, so you probably weren't interested. <laughs> but it was a tribe called Quest uh, Rarities and Remixes. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. 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 Can I kick it? Yeah, um, I might have that somewhere. Okay, so it's not new. I don't think it's too new, but it's it's fairly new, I think. Hello, I am all better now, but I may get sick hearing about these two thinking this compilation is new. It came out in two thousand three. You dunderheads. Very good, uh, hip hop group though. Uh, especially if you're kind of a fringe hip hop listener, I think it's an easy listen. Have you, I wish, I was trying to send you a link to this yesterday, but there's a rant from one of the guys at Run DMC, like a 10 minute rant about like the state of hip hop today. And, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Real good, but going on about how like there were like groups that were trying to make a difference and some groups that just like waved guns and stood in front of Lexuses and nice cars. and. Why having a gun and shoot motherfuckers is cool. That's a hip hop mentality with you because I'm from the hood, this and that. No, we created hip hop so we didn't need street gangs and drug dealers. 
<laughs> that's become a thing again. And the dude isn't proud of that. He's like, I drunk more liquor than the earth could produce, but I never put those images, concepts on a record. Why? Because if Run DMC can make a record about these and the whole world to this day want to know it, what's going to happen if I rhyme about codeine and smoking angel dust? Yeah. Like, he's talking about how he has lyrics about going to school. He's in the gang and using guns. I was like, oh shit. DMC, one of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet, said he go to St. John's University and education is cool. And I had kids come and tell me, yo, when you said that rhyme, D, just for you saying it, you made me realize that I don't need a gun. I don't need to sell drugs. I went and got my GED. And that changed people's lives just by being like, yo, I went to school. Cool, huh? <laughs> like, I don't know what the words are. Yeah, I'm very the, what's the word you use for it? For a uh, oh, fringe hip hop listener? Fringe hip hop listener. I always refer to like bands like Tribe Called Quest and what else? Like Dead Prez, like white people hip hop. Even though it <laughs> absolutely is not, but it's the one like hip hop, like pe white people like myself are like, oh yeah, I like those groups. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like um, there's definitely that kind of, you know, I feel like underground hip hop had its moment. And when it did, I, that was a prime time for white people <laughs> being like, oh yeah like atmosphere and uh idea and abilities yeah even like you know dell the funky homo sapien take a little tip from the tabloid because i know i'm not paranoid when i say i saw you trying to mock me now you and your crew are on a mission trying to hawk me but it isn't happening your fraudulent foes you used to front big time now i suppose souls of mischief is a big one i love souls of mischief god that's all i got to give you gotta live and let live yo i shall not kill i will if i have I'm the one promoting violence. Well, I ask you, have you ever heard the sound of bullets passing you? Ever thought of going out with someone blasting you? Besides, like, listening to, having cousins that listen to, like, gangster rap, like, I would say underground hip-hop like that was my intro to hip-hop. Uh, the Run DMC guy did mention Tribe Called Quest, and he was talking about Chance the Rapper, and uh, I don't remember the other one he said was. It wasn't KRS-One, but it was somebody. Hmm. <laughs> KRS-One's awesome, too. Yeah. 1987, I was at the Latin quarters, listening to Africa Bambada give the order. The core of the order was to avoid the slaughter. He said, record companies ain't got nothing for you. Uh, we'll talk about KRS-One later, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else was I yeah. gonna say about this group? I can't think of anything. I think that's all I gotta say about Tribe Called Quest. How about you? Uh, I think that's all I've got to say as well. So, uh, I don't know. What have, what have you been listening to? Well, first of all, thank you for asking. And may, not, may I also say that you have a very eclectic taste in music, but you're not a douchebag. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I, I'm proud to hear that. <laughs> I was updating the Bloomington like punk rock shows, things to go to list, and I came across a band that was playing the next night like that I was updating that, and it just like mm -hmm. slipped under my radar. And it was across the street from my house. It was like around the corner. And it's a band from Tennessee, I believe, called Hundreds of AU. <laughs> I, if I recall, and this is for the listeners, or sorry, the listener, uh, <laughs> the listener, I, as soon as I heard this band, I was like, you know who would like this band? Johnny Ketchup. And I sent you a link. And yes, you did. they're, God, man, how would you describe this? They're very throwbacky, very throwbacky, like 
early 2000s like hardcore screamo not the screamo yeah. that has one dude going wah, 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 while one dude goes <laughs> yeah it's not from autumn to ashes it's like uh gosh i can't think of a band to really compare it to because yeah a lot of the early 2000s hardcore was that <laughs> well to me it wasn't it just no the good those bands good popped up like i started seeing those bands i'm like man ugh yeah like that's true there later there was the the definition between is it makeup screamo or beard screamo <laughs> i prefer oh. beard screamo beard these, screamo these guys are hundreds of au and their album is called communication link reestablished it's very sci-fi themed but you wouldn't know that unless you read the lyrics <laughs> i'll just say it is super tight <laughs> Super tight as fuck. I've listened to it nonstop in my car and haven't gotten sick of it yet. Like the songs just transition right next to each other. And ah, it's just fucking so heavy and so good and the dude's yeah. uh so corny they're in a basement playing and one guy said something along the lines of yeah me and my wife would refer to this basement as uh ntpf not tall people friendly <laughs> <laughs> and they were also like all my age they were all like older dudes in their 30s yeah playing this young kid show and no one watched them either a lot of people went upstairs while that band was playing <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I bought their compact disc, as I did, and Indeed. not thinking my friend Johnny Ketchup is not also a uh, a CD collector. At all. <laughs> I mailed him a CD. Hey, man, I will cherish that CD. I have, <laughs> like I said, I do, the majority of my CDs are hardcore CDs, so, I mean, sometimes that's all you can get from a hardcore band. I wish, I'm just going to pick out, like, random tracks because they're all, they all blend together, so. Yeah. I think the, the second song starts off really awesome. Yeah, here's, I'm just going to play some tracks. Here's a track. And here's a track. Hey, Johnny, you say it. Here's another. Yeah, that's them. And hey, let's collectively agree that cover to this record, not so good. No, it's terrible. But it's so awesome. It's so, uh, man, it's one of those situations where you would see this and be like, oh, what is that? But actually listening to it is fucking amazing. Yeah. It looks like it would be the background, like, matte image of, like, a 1997 sci-fi movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I watched uh, Blade recently. I've never seen Blade before. I saw it in the theater on, like, a 35-millimeter print. (laughs) 
that's pretty and, awesome. Yeah, that movie's really good. But the blood, the special effects, the cover of this reminds me of the special effects. <laughs> yeah, <movie>. totally. <laughs> yeah, early like mid '90s <laughs> special effects. Oof. What would you compare this band to? Like, what are the bands? Gosh, you know, uh, I was trying to think of that, and I I really can't think of anything offhand. Like, they kind of remind me of I, I I don't know. It's like post hardcore, so it's. Uh, it's hard to say because every band I have that's coming to mind right now is like the opposite of how they are in some ways, but also very similar. If that makes any sense. Like the blood, you know, has moments of complete hardcore, but then it has that very ugh, like tendency to move into mall hardcore. There's actually like a couple bands that I just recently got into that kind of remind me of something in a similar vein uh, being hardcore itself. Ostraka, I believe is how they pronounce their names. I just kind of stumbled on them potentially through uh, hundreds. Oh, um, really? Yeah, but them and um, uh, Rene Descartes. <laughs> Both very hardcore, like, uh, Rene Descartes is kind of more, I don't know, like, grindcore-like, you know, short, spazzy songs, but all kind of doing a similar thing. The, yeah, the other band I was singing of and actually brought out, or made me want to kind of re- find their music was uh, Colossus of Rhodes.
Colossus of Rhodes. Yeah, they were a hardcore band. Oh, and actually, I think two of three bands I just mentioned are hardcore bands from San Diego. Oh, really? Well, yes. well, well. Oh, yeah. That band was really awesome. I actually made friends with the bassists of that band back in the day. Oh, and boy. Yeah, we talked on AIM all the time. <laughs> <laughs> then when that Screamo thing was big, like hung out with a lot yeah. of those folks. Um, still really into hardcore bands, obviously. But For sure. The one that was from our town that we liked and was kind of like well-known all over the country is this band called Of Death. <laughs> Oh yeah, and UK. In retrospect, they're terrible. Yeah, it was they're like not that they're great. all my friends. Like Josh, Josh, GB. Well, one of the Joshes I'm not so tight with, but <laughs> and GB. <laughs> the way Josh sang that like high pitched squeal. It's so annoying. I don't know yeah. why we backed that band so hard. I guess that it was at the time. And maybe the only thing I've ever like looked back on and I'm very embarrassed about. Like <laughs> oh, other than the nobodies. There's bands like that in from San Diego that I'm like, oh, like anytime I think of like San Diego hardcore scene and then just like, oh yeah, there's also the emo stuff like Finch and <laughs> stupid yeah. shit like unwritten law. It's like, oh my god. There's a lot of screamo bands. We talked about this before on many, many episodes ago. The screamo bands in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah. No need to mention it unless we need to. Yeah. I was listening to a lot of The Locust and uh, Headwound City, which are very good, uh, I guess, what you could call screamo hardcore bands. Never heard Headwound City, but I'd like to. And we'll probably hear it right now. Yeah. CD. On a compact disc. Yeah, maybe if you're a good boy, you could just take it. <laughs> 
<laughs> maybe, maybe I might just take it, the compact <laughs> disc. Which leads me to my next question. Let me talk to just the listener. Hold on mm. real fast. I'm going to ask Johnny what he's been listening to, but I'm going to make it sound funny. You guys ready for this? Hey, Johnny. Uh, yes? What you been listening to? Poo. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I gotta cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good goof. It, it, it traded it's some best. good. It was a good goof. <laughs> uh, what have I? Oh, that's right. Because of uh something else we'll talk about later. I've been listening to a lot of Devo lately. It A Devo. Devo. Um, You got the new Devo videos. That's a quote from (laughs) one of the Devo videos. (laughs) I'm so sad, though. All my Devo records on my phone at the moment have incorrect covers because Apple Music sucks. Oh, my man, I have every Devo full-length record at my disposal, even the bad ones. But I want to know what Devo you've been listening to, and I will comment on it So I always liked Devo, but I never really listen to their records their records in whole or anything so i thought i would try to do that so kind of just started from the top uh listen to q are we not men a we are devo Yes. I see that record a lot out in the wild, so thought I should uh, uh, probably pick that up because oh, yeah. uh, I didn't realize that uh, the first track on it is probably my favorite Devo track, Uncontrollable Urge. Yeah, that's a goodie. I think I love that song because of Escape Video, which when I remember it, I will probably just blurt it out. It's also in Thrashin. Uh, no, not Uncontrollable Urge, but uh, oh my gosh, what song is it in Thrashin? Good thing. Everybody, it's a good thing. Everybody wants a good thing. Everybody, and it's true that everybody's looking for the same thing. Ain't it true? It's just a That oh, plays yeah, when, yeah, they, yeah. when they're building the ramp and thrashing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thrashing. Devo is one of my absolute favorite bands ever. And my friend Dave Donato has once said that I even back the bad Devo records. Like, I like some songs off Smooth Noodle Maps, which is universally hated. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I I love Devo. Do you want to hear a long-winded story about how I got into Devo? Or do you sure. want to talk about Devo? <laughs> no, I honestly, because I really don't have too much to say about Devo because, yeah, what is there to say? I mean, I they're, they're amazing. Their record's fun. 
you had mentioned that easy listening record, that music record. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. So I got that as well. Yeah, so I've been listening to that also, which is amazing. Yeah. So that's really all I have to say. So uh, let's hear your story about it. Oh, my story about Devo. So I once was obsessed with the Vandals VHS mm-hmm. tape, Sweatin' to the Oldies. Yeah. And it's just like a live Vandal show. And one of the Bobs... Or yeah, it's one of the one of the either Bob Cassell or Bob Mother's Bob produced their record, and it they talk a lot about how the drummer of that band, Josh Freeze, who's in a million uh-huh. other bands, he's like a studio dude. He's he actually was in Devo when I saw them. Josh Freeze was the drummer, but he loves Devo, and I was like, oh, Josh Freeze loves Devo, and he's an amazing drummer. Maybe I should check out Devo. Yeah. And during when it was some Christmas money, I bought Devo's Greatest Hits, which was the only CD available that I saw anywhere. super into that like 100% into that later yeah. I ran into this dude Josh who was in that band of death the Josh that I'm not that tight with anymore he let me have all the triples of his Devo records because he lo- Devo is his favorite band anytime he went to Half Price Books and saw Half Price Books is a, is a chain uh-huh. in some places I don't know if they have them in California I but uh, so. he bought every Devo record he saw because they're usually like three dollars and so awesome. he gave me all his triplicates <laughs> So I just got all the Devo records, and I made a cassette yeah. tape, two cassette tapes for my car that had every Devo song that wasn't on the Greatest Hits record, and I fucking rocked that for six months, <laughs> just nonstop. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I love Devo so much. I told myself I'd never see them unless they got a new shtick, because if you see any live footage of Devo, they're doing mm-hmm. the same show. They come out in the yellow jumpsuits, they play some songs, they rip off the yellow jumpsuits, and they have black suits underneath, and they play the rest of the show like that. Oh. When they came out with a new album many years ago called Something for Everybody, they had whole new suits, but they eventually did their same shtick. There was also when I saw them, a banana lowered from the ceiling, and Josh Freeze ate a banana while he was playing drums. What? Yeah, it's very silly. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is super silly. They were formed in Kent, Ohio in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I'd say 2004, 2004, 1974. It was 1973, but I will give you credit for being so close. Right around the Kent State shootings. Oh, wow. Uh, there are two sets of brothers, Bob Mothersbaugh and Mark Mothersbaugh and Jerry Cassell and Bob Cassell. And they just became pals. And Jerry's very, like, super political-minded, while Mark Mothersbaugh is very, like, art-oriented. Yeah. And I think this, that combination is so good. It's They were just, they were crass. For the new wave generation and it's fucking good on so many levels yeah i love 
that kind of new wave. I I mean, I have an affection for new wave in general, like oh yeah, same Flock here. of seagulls and all that. But um, yeah, Devo Flock of seagulls though. Devo, yeah. <laughs> Johnny. I know. Uh, Devo <laughs> was just like by far like the best because they were also the weirdest. But Mark's. I mean, they, did, they definitely weren't the weirdest, but like the weirdest like mainstream band. Yeah, exactly. Like the 80s like just made weird bands famous, and that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Mark's Mothersbaugh, or Mark's, <laughs> Mark Mothersbaugh recently, or I guess not too recently, but uh, he did the soundtrack for Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. He does, he does soundtracks for a lot of shit. He's yeah, a very busy boy. Super Mario, Super Mario, Super Mario World, Super Mario World. It's a blast from the past. It's Super Mario World. You got to move fast. Mario and Luigi are doing what they can. Yoshi and the princess. There is something, I listened to an interview with him, there's a Hawaiian punch commercial that he did, and if you listen, he thought subliminal messaging was so funny and cool then, and if you listen closely, like listen real hard, you can hear a voice going, sugar is bad for you, sugar is bad for you. And it's for Hawaiian Punch, and it's so funny. Yeah. One of the stories is he would get, when he would do commercial music, he would just, like, find someone on the street, like a homeless person, be like, hey, can you sing, like, Ray Charles? And they'd be like, yeah, and he'd bring him in and have him sing, like, Ray Charles on something and pay them. (laughs) Super cool, weird guy. Jerry Jerry Cassell's kind of a cool guy, but he's also very intense. Yeah, I bet. He was in a surf band called the Wipeouters that aren't very good. Oh, Rick. This is the most I have ever been embarrassed by you. The Wipeouters featured every member of Devo, except Jerry Cosoli, who was apparently too cool due to the Rocket Power theme song. Nice. It's called Patwang. Patwang? Um, Patwang. The Wipeouters. There's some solo Mark Mothersbaugh stuff that's not that good. But he also released like a six CD set of him just playing organ music. Oh. Yeah, he's pretty pretty wild man. I once had a weird opportunity to go meet him, and I didn't do it. 
Aww. My favorite album is Duty Now for the Future. Because it has my favorite song, The Day My Baby Gave Me a Surprise, <laughs> which is by no means a political song at all. It's just a very cool song. The cover to that, I figured out a subliminal message on by myself. There's barcodes on the cover, and the barcodes have numbers underneath. And I was like, I wonder if that means something. And I looked at it like a touchtone phone, and the numbers, like the letters on the phone, like that collate with the numbers, actually spells out Devo album. And I felt very proud of myself figuring that out many, many years ago. You ready to hear my favorite Devo story, Johnny? Oh, yes. Are you sitting down? I am. Okay, good. It'd be really weird if you were standing up while recording this. That would be weird. So... Virgin Records flew the members of Devo out to Jamaica, where they believe they were based. I could be wrong. You are wrong. It is Island Records that were based out of Jamaica. Mm-hmm. To their offices. They thought they were like going to have this great record deal or whatever. They sat them down. Like, Devo, really liked your first two records. Uh, I believe this was like after the second record. They, were all, they did a lot of the records with Warner Brothers. Yeah. And the guys at Island were like, we like your stuff, and we got great news for you. Johnny Rotten, you know Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, of course. We like the Sex Pistols, okay? He wants to be your new lead singer. What do you think of that? <laughs> I guess like their their reaction was so like, no, uh, we <laughs> sing in the band. We don't we don't need Johnny Rotten. Yeah. And apparently Johnny Rotten was pretty bummed out about that. And <laughs> Devo actually talked to him and was like, well, start your own band. And that's when he started Public Images Limited. I think that's so funny that, like, Johnny Rotten wants to sing for you now. What do you think of that, guys? And they're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, what is this? Like, a freaking NBA trade? Yeah. It's silly. <laughs> P.S. Episode 35. Yeah, 35. Kevin Durant, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> So you've been listening to that first one a lot. Yeah, that was a a fun listen. So uh, I'm going to continue doing that because, yeah, that and My Bloody Valentine are the only things I've been listening to. And (laughs) it's it's rooting my life. Well, should we move on or should we speak briefly about My Bloody Valentine? I don't really want to talk about My Bloody Valentine. (laughs) No, they're very loud. 
<laughs> they are. Uh, that's all. Uh, so, uh, Rick, uh, what what else have you been, what what have you been listening to? You do you have trouble getting that out, John? Yeah, you want to yeah, ask me again, I, like I, politely? I yeah, I am so sorry. What what have you been listening to? <sighs> well, Mister Rude Man. So we've obviously talked about this before because I was almost embarrassed to talk about this, but <laughs> I've been listening to REM. Like heavy, heavy REM. Like the heaviest REM songs. No, just been listening to three REM records, I'd say, mm-hmm. on rotation a lot. And I can't really say, I, it might have been the podcast, aka show, called Are You Talking REM Re Me? Wait, is this an episode of Are You Talking, Are You Talking REM Re Me? I think it is. How does it feel when you're in REM? Hey everybody, you're listening to Are You Talking, Are You Talking, Re Me, and I'm Rick. I'm Johnny. And we're talking about the podcast, Are You Talking, R.E.M., Re Me. Oh yeah. Um, I recently listened to the Green episode they did, and oh boy, a lot of, a lot of laughs in that episode. <laughs> it's the episode where I found out that Green, my favorite R.E.M. record, has a subliminal message on the cover. If you turn it just so slightly in the light, the two R's have fours on them. And that shit blew my mind. That's actually not in the green episodes in another episode. And on the back cover, when it says the track listings, it says one, two, three, R, five, six, seven, eight. That's funny. So it's like this weird subliminal message that means nothing. It's not really subliminal, but it's just like a hidden thing yeah. that I've never noticed ever or knew about till recently. Huh. And I learned that from uh, the podcast, Are You Talking, R.E.M. Re Me. So that's the end of this episode. Goodbye. How does it feel when you're in R.E.M.? That was a good episode of that. Good we should do more yeah, of those. That was a good Pretty good goof. Here's you guys heard my history of Devo, and guess what? It still, by coincidence, goes back to that dude Josh. This is the Josh episode. <laughs> oh dear. Let's start back in middle school. I was young. Monster came out. The album Monster came out. Did not give a shit about it. The only REM songs I knew were Night Swimming. Night Swimming deserves a quiet night. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight, losing my religion. And uh, I would say Shiny Heavy People, but I don't think I ever heard that song. I had friends in middle school who loved R.E.M., and I would just go by the fact that I hated R.E.M. I was like, I think they're <laughs> stupid. I don't like those two songs that I've heard. Yeah. I think they're dumb. I don't care. I was listening to dumb shit in middle school. I don't remember what I was listening to. Marilyn, Marilyn Manson and Nine Inch Nails, probably. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's not true. That's absolutely not true because I didn't know <laughs> Marilyn Manson existed until I was like in eighth grade. Uh, I was probably listening to Nirvana. <laughs> Collective Soul. Yeah. And Weird Al. And they might be.
Abby Jones. So that's what I was listening to. Just stood by the fact that I hated R.E.M. Yeah. Later, I met this dude, Josh, who loved the band Devo, also loved the band R.E.M. to death. And I was like, I hate R.E.M. Blah, blah, blah. They suck. They're the worst. Stupid band. Mm-hmm. And was that I later worked at a Kroger when I was like 18 years old. Super depressed at Kroger. Hated my stupid job at Kroger. Stocking <laughs> shelves. But every time Stand came on, I would lose my shit. Stand in the place where you live. excited about it yeah i think at the time i was also watching i had dvds of the show get a life which i still do and Uh that was the theme song to that and i was like fuck you know what rem is good and then (laughs) the rem song came on and be like you know what and these these are all the rem hits yeah so rem is good and i had my friend josh wrinkle my friend at the time make me an rem mix like dude only give me like the upbeat rem songs and you know what i still have it this was 16 years ago. You talk to the listener, and let me go grab this this thing real fast. Okay. Keep talking, um, Johnny. I will. While Rick does whatever he is doing. Oh, he's getting a mix. Let's talk a little bit about how I kind of got confused. But we're not going to confess that to Rick. We're just going to let it go. Except, I don't know. Maybe I should say it's something. Because... If I don't, he'll know. And if he knows, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what he'll do. Uh, again, we, we've we never met in person, so, uh, you know, it, it, it's just a risky move. So, I better watch Johnny, myself. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, okay. Wow, I we, found it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go through these songs. Why not? All right. Oh, fuck. He put some bangers on here. I don't see. I didn't know what any of these songs were. So the R.E.M. side. We got Superman. I am, I am, I am Superman. And I know what's happening. You know that song? Yeah. It's a cover of another song. Losing My Religion, the song I hated. But whatever. <laughs> it's on there. Low. Low. Okay. I believe. I believe in coyotes and time as an abstract. Explain the change, the difference between what you want and what you need. There's a key. I don't know what those two songs are off the top of my head, actually. I don't either. Uh, Cayuhoga. Fucking shiny happy people. Guess what? Like that song. Yeah. Fine with it. <laughs> man on the moon. If you believe they put a man on the moon. Man on the moon. Now I knew that song from uh because it played all the time at Kroger. Oh, okay. That makes sense. The Sidewinder Sleeps Tonight, that's an awesome song. Do you know that one? It's off automatic uh, for the yes. people. Yes. Yes. Good man. Everybody hurts. Everybody hurts sometimes. 
You know, I told them put all like the mm-hmm. like the the fun songs on here. Everybody hurts is not yeah. a fun song. <laughs> that is not a fun song at all. It reminds me of that uh, show Mission Hill. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh, it's just there's an episode where uh, the main character Andy, or one of the main characters, um, he gets on a real world. Yeah, yeah. That that's their upset. You know, like upset interview song. Yeah. And then uh, something mm. happens. I, I forget. I think like one of the cast members is hit by like a car or something ridiculous. I was about to say, and... does somebody get hurt? And he goes, everybody yeah. hurts. Yeah. Or Sometimes. like, I think it's like Andy singing it and he's embarrassed. So then all his friends like at, after we're like, oh, don't worry. Because everybody hurts. <laughs> but... Radio Free Europe. I know that's an awesome song that's mm. on that. I told Johnny to listen to, what's it called? Chronic Town. Did you listen to Chronic Town, Johnny? Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. So I wasn't sure if I should mention this, but uh, actually I kind of got confused. I listened to the Chronic instead. One, two. Bringing to the folks, Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low depth, nigga, so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fake this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand. From a young G's perspective, and before me dig a bitch, I have to... What? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't, I, I should have done more research before I, I... Why would I mention an R.E.M. album and then also just randomly The Chronic? I don't know, I thought you wanted to talk about the 90s. <laughs> Get this straight, Johnny, I never want to talk about the 90s. Sorry. <laughs> I, I... Actually, mm-hmm. on a random thought, I thought about it last night, there's one thing I missed from the 90s, is how punk rock shows used to smell which was sweat and hair product <laughs> like hairspray yeah that's... you don't smell the hairspray anymore nah, that's true nah, i guess we don't have to go with the rest of this the rest of the songs i'm gonna do it real fast mm-hmm. just a touch fall on me Sky. One song. Times I walked that path a hundred ninety long time ago. Or Swan Swan, sorry. Mm-hmm. Be long. She held the child and whispered with calm, calm, along. Texarkana. Me and Honey. And then he put some ho- uh, like 80 sounds of Halloween at the end of it. <laughs> That's I honestly cool. don't remember that being on the cassette tape. That's funny. That is funny. But yeah, after that, I went to Half Price Books, and they had REM cassette tapes everywhere for like 
40 cents and I just picked those up. Nice. And listened to them all the time in my car. And my favorites were Green and the one I was thinking of was Life's Rich Pageant, which is actually recorded in Bloomington, Indiana. Ew, that's pretty cool. Where I'm from, where I live, baby. Oh, and by the way, love night swimming now. <laughs> Don't know why I hated it so much before. <laughs> I've just ranted about REM just now and you didn't say a word uh, because I wouldn't let you speak. <laughs> which by the way, the listener, um, last episode, if you listen to the whole spot about Don Miro, you don't hear Johnny at all because I had to cut him out because his recording device is only recorded when he talked. So my version of his recording sounded like, give, give him a little whiff of what that sounded like, Johnny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, imagine that, but 10 minutes long. Yeah. It was not great. <laughs> So he's just 86 in that whole thing. But what do you got to say about R.E.M.? Oh, man. Not too much. Uh, listen to Green on your recommendation. And, uh, man, I listened to that record at least three or four times. I really like that record. It's really good. For that, really my only um, knowledge of R.E.M. was through my parents and just pop culture in general. So I think you told me about this. Yeah. Like your parents liked R.E.M. Oh, yeah. My parents are fairly young. They're barely gonna hit their 50s so they they were like prime time for that you know so yeah lots of rem but i i could not have told you a single name of a song then but yeah uh, after listening to green i took the detour to dr dre but just another motherfucking day for Dre, so I begin like this. No medallions, dreadlocks, or black fists. It's just that gangster glare with gangster raps. That gangster shit makes the gangs of snaps. Uh, word to the motherfucking streets. And word to these hype ass lyrics and dope beats that I hit you with. That I get you with as I groove in my four on D's. Hitting the switches, bitches relax while I get my proper swerve on. Bumping like a motherfucker, ready to get my serve on. But before I hit the dope spot, gotta get the chronic to read me Martin and my soda pop. Now smelling like Indonesia. Bus stop full of fly bitches and skeezers. On my dick, cause my phone. I came right back to REM <laughs> and listened to Out of Time, which. Was a great record, too. Although, I will say, radio song, not a great first track. <laughs> World is collapsing round our ears. I turned up radio. With KRS-One? Yeah, not a great first track. <laughs> Check it out! What are you saying? What are you oh man it almost turned me away and uh yeah thank god that losing my religion was next because (laughs) unlike you i was a for some reason an eem little boy and loved the shit out of that song it's and it just seems like rem's been like haunting me recently not because of that like podcast yeah or the other podcast we do about that podcast like someone recently posted on the internet like what's your favorite rem album that's not green Mm-hmm. And it was like this big discussion. For some reason, Lindsay's parents gave me a copy of this magazine that they really like that was all about REM, like an interview with REM, the first REM interview since they broke up. And that was really interesting. And I found an REM interview 
CD at the yeah. thrift store recently. It's just one interview from like pre everything. It's like before Life's Rich Pageant, like 1986 oh, wow. or 87 interview. That's and cool. at one point, one of the guys in REM says, you will never hear synthesizers on an REM album. And boy, was he wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty cool. I actually kind of miss that about music, uh, going and physically buying music back in the day because I don't yeah. I don't see CDs like that all that often. But I feel like they were all over the place. Uh, I talked about this some about this the other day that Chumbawamba, Tub Thumping, yeah. Huey Lewis and the News, Sports, and REM Monster. Can, if you like knock down a wall in your house, they'll just come spilling out. Because you can find them everywhere. Yeah. I've never heard Monster, I don't think, in my life. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, it's the one I don't have, I believe. It's least, Well, there's a lot of the later ones I don't have. Yeah. Yeah, Chumbawamba. X hardcore band turned tub thumping. Kind of, yeah. We mentioned that on the other, you know, other than the very first episode, like five years ago, have we ever mentioned that this show is a spinoff of the Let's Get Podcast. Welcome to Let's Get Podcast, episode 26. Can be Fainte Roku. That's a Japanese. <laughs> you know, I actually don't think we have. <laughs> um, yeah. It's never been mentioned. So, yeah, the listener, uh, to replace our old listener, this is a spinoff of a video game related show called the Let's Get Podcast, where uh, Eric would ask what you've been drinking, what you've been eating, and what was the other one? What you've been playing? Yeah, what you've been playing. Yeah, and then we decided, let's do what you've been listening to, make a whole damn show of it. Oh, yeah. So there, the origin, the undeleted origin. <laughs> Are we done? I think we're done. How long has this been going on? Um, Johnny, how long has this been going on? When were you going to tell me? Hey, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my god, this is what I was afraid of. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, I feel like we've barely touched our like 40 minute mark. Oh dear. You know, I, wait. Look, hold on. You keep talking. It's fine for yeah. the listener. Um. So you know what? I'm gonna talk a little bit about the Chronic because whatever happened to the rap record skit? Is that a thing that still happens? Because I hope it is. We're doing it right now. We're doing a rap. I don't think they're doing it. Oh, oh man. Um, also, we've been talking for over 50 minutes. <laughs> oh, damn it. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, D's Nuts. That's a random <laughs> rap skit. You call the soul bitch. Take this bitch down. Call this bitch Wagner. He said he thinks Hello. What's up? Nothing. What you doing? Man, I'm just kicking it. Mason, are y'all done? Thank you. Nah, what you gonna do today? 
Yeah. Why was that? Hey, did, did, did what's your name them get at you yesterday? Who? These nuts. Oh, shut up, nigga. But I want to ask you one question. If I had some nuts. Okay, so I think that's it for this ep. I think it's I think it's time for good nighties, actually. Yeah, is it, yeah, I'd say it's time for good nighties. Hey, um, uh, were you guys gonna ask me what I've been listening to? Eric? Oh shit! I kind of forgot you were here, man. Yeah, dude. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> well, what you what you been listening to, Eric? Bogdan. Well, great. That's the proper good night. God bless all of you. Johnny, God bless you. Especially. You need it. You need a good God blessing. I do, because I'm a bad boy.